0: Alright guys, welcome in to another Panther Ranch Podcast. It's Friday, another fun weekend ahead of us, it's Labor Day weekend. For me, it's been a long ass week because we're dealing with this, you know, when you, when you do a big system-wide upgrade and, you know, the vendor's supposed to you know, mimic your environment that you have, that you're, you know, you, that you're upgrading and they decided to get a little cute with it and decide to add all these things in, do this and that with it, and they end up screwing it up more than what it was. Anyway, let's go through a list here. So Penn State scheduled temple in a home and home, and obviously people aren't happy with that, but you know I think we've pretty much have got the, the clue. I mean if we haven't gotten the clue previous times, look, they're not scheduling PIT, so I really don't know what people are getting up all all up in arms about this they're not scheduling us so all I can say is just move on (laughs) if you have all alright, and I hope you guys have because you know Pets didn't schedule us, I mean that's like water's wet, I mean there's not much else you can do with that they're not playing us anymore, so forget it If Pitt wants Penn State to want them to schedule them, Pitt's going to have to get off its ass and win football games. Pitt's got to become a player in the ACC. There's several things, you know, it's basically Pitt's got to show itself. They got to compete for ACC championships and, you know, win big games. Otherwise, Penn State isn't going to you know pl- you know play them or let alone worry about them. So it's a tall barking order for Pitt and you know. I don't think they'll ever comp- you know maybe once in a blue moon then maybe they'll uh, compete for an ACC championship, but not right now at this moment. You know, so that's just that. That's the reality right now we're dealing with. Anyways, guys. We got a whole week of college football ahead of us. And, of course, Pitt plays Aubie this week. And, of course, they've already started the whole Greg Gattuso stuff. And, you know, obviously Greg did like Steve and... But Greg still loves Pitt, obviously, which is great. I'm I'm happy he does. I mean, he obviously left on you know with his guns firing. You know, obviously for, for Greg, some doors opened. You know, he was in Maryland for a bit, and then he's now back to head coaching again. You know, I always thought Greg would be, would end up coaching. You know, a um, <clears throat> a much bigger program than Albany. But you know, maybe that's just that's his speed, probably. I just, you know, I just thought he was, you know, he was bound for more than that, which, you know, look at Luke Getzey, I mean, as soon as uh, things didn't work out for him with the pros, I mean, he could have probably bounced around, he went right into coaching, and it's only because, I think, yeah, J.D. Brookhart obviously uh, had a lot of connections, and I think he had some connections in Akron too, Luke did, and. he he got some jobs I mean he was offensive coordinator at West Virginia Westland he did IUP he did uh, I think it was Central Western it was one of the schools that uh, Tony Brown went to and I think Luke actually landed them their best recruiting class in a long time then he went to Green Bay and did very well there now he's back as an offensive coordinator in an SEC program so, I mean, in a few years, I'm thinking Luke's probably going to be a hot... You know, depending on things go, in a few years, Luke's going to be a hot commodity in college football. So, you know, good for him. You know, people's careers go a lot of ways. I mean, you know, Tyler is out of football entirely, but, you know, Tyler does a lot of other stuff that, you know, he doesn't need to football for. So as far as the game this week what to look for uh, for one thing you hope the guys the players stay healthy you know they avoid injury I remember when uh, Pitt I think Pitt opened up against East Tennessee State back in 2001 Antonio Bryant after that blood and cough year by sprained his ankle that that sucked and he really didn't catch on until later that year I mean he you know his he wasn't fully there healthy health wise So we watched how the of defense is going to play and how the offense does, and I'm sure, you know the you know the game plan obviously will probably be vanilla, but last year on this time we played Youngstown State and it went down on the wire. And crazy, you know it's that was a year ago and that was right around when heart when you know for me when Har- Hurricane Harvey hit. You know, I've really gone into that whole thing, you know, with the whole anniversary about it. I mean, there's, you know, I could reflect on it and give you a whole bunch of stuff like in a Facebook post, like, oh, it was a year ago today that I drove home from work and I, you know, got gas and did all this. I didn't know what I was going to expect from the next two weeks from now and yada, yada, yada. I mean, my kid was hoping there was going to be another hurricane because he could be, he, so he could start school two weeks later. And I was like, no, I said, no, you don't. He said, oh, it'd be cool. And like, yeah, I was like, yeah, you're just a kid. I was like, it's not really that cool. It wasn't cool for a lot of people. I mean, people lost their lives, people lost their homes. And some people are still trying to move into their homes. I mean, it's seriously, I mean, what they're going to say about Harvey a year later is, where I lived, you know, where I went. You know, I was a, I was a few blocks from the bayou. I was probably like a half a mile from the bayou, actually, where where things, where, you know, where they let the reservoirs out. And it was a it it was all underwater. Now, when you dr- go over there, drive over there, walk over there, it's like nothing ever happened. It's like it's it's just it's crazy. It's like there was never a flood, no nothing. But if you go, like, to some of the homes that are around there, and a lot of the homes became, like, uh, either became lots or they're just, or they're abandoned. I mean, there's some, like, really nice homes that are just abandoned now. But, I mean, the thing is, if I'm near a body of water, I'm probably purchasing flight insurance no matter what. But, yeah, there's, like, you know, several businesses that have just reopened now because, you know... It's just crazy. But, uh, you know, for me, I mean, I'm, I worked from home for about a good two weeks, and my commute was a pain in the ass until they started reopen the roads. But, hey, I mean, it was better than nothing. But, uh, you know, all I can say is go to the game, enjoy it, have fun, watch it. And uh, I think they'll probably... You know, pull a win. Although it's funny because I have a lot of Penn State friends and we have a this whole email chain thing and Pitt, the over under of Pitt winning winning this wins this year in Vegas is four and a half, which is very friggin' generous because I think Pitt's you know if Pitt can only win five games on Max Brown and Ben DiNucci as a quarterback in a shitty defense, five games, they're gonna friggin' knock this out of the park you know, with that with that's with that money line. Four and a half wins? Come on. Place the bet. And of course, all the oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play that bet. They're not gonna win four games. Ooh. and then like, of course, you know now they're thinking Alabama's gonna upset Pitt now, which is you know, which is par for the fucking course. Uh, I'm, I'm starting to get agitated now. But uh, have fun with that. All right, let's go to the rest of these games here. You know, Blake Force played last night and barely beat Tulane. You know, Tulane's not a bad program. Conference USA in in general is not a... I think that's where they are now. Conference USA is not a bad football conference. I mean, it's... The product's gotten a lot better the last few years. You know, ever since expansion nearly murdered them. But, uh, you know... There's some pretty decent programs there. And, you know, they... They're going to come out and they're going to compete with you. Obviously, the game on Monday night is... Virginia Tech and Florida State... I like FSU. I know everybody loves Tech, but people forget that Florida lost, Florida FSU lost their quarterback in the, in the first game of the season last year. He was really good. So, if you're betting that game, I'd be a little wary about that. I'm sure Tech's the sexy pick, but I'm probably going with FSU. You know, sometimes with gambling, you have to go against public, popular opinion because a lot of times popular opinion can screw you. Uh, and then there's Miami LSU. Miami's got a lot of hype. They're eighth ranked. LSU's twenty fifth. LSU's kind of fell off the waist up because of Orgeron being the coach, but he's still got plenty of really good talent around him, and Miami does too. But the problem is they're only they're only going to go as far as a quarterback takes them because they have a they have a senior quarterback, and he I think Brozier. he's not really that good. He's in, he's not very accurate. He's a dual threat. But you pressure him and you put him in positions where he has to make reads, like Pitt did last year. He's and he's a falter and he's playing you know, some a good SEC defense. So I really don't see him. Uh, yeah, I don't see him doing dick against this team. I like I like LSU to win that game. I think Miami uh, goes out with a thud in week in week one. Uh, let's see, LSU, uh Louisville, and Alabama. Even even if even if Levin would have had Lamar Jackson, they still lose this game. They're gonna get rolled on that one. Uh, Michigan Notre Dame is really good game. Michigan's 14th ranked Notre Dame's 12th uh, Michigan returns back 10 stars on defense, and they got Shea Patterson as QB. And uh, I've heard a lot of really good things about him. I think uh, one of my one of my high school uh, buddies I actually coached him. Uh, you know, he lives down in Tag- you know, he lives down where Shea was. He's nothing, nothing but a lot of good things. So I like Michigan this week. I think they actually will knock off Notre Dame. You know, I think I just you know obviously Kelly's got you know built that team again. But uh, yeah, I think Michigan finally gets it right this time. And I just had, um, I just had a panhandler who, um, walk in front of my car. That's, that's the thing, you know, with the, the the, con, the, the crosswalk concept just doesn't, uh, you know, doesn't, you know, bow with, bow with people. I mean, not just, not just panhandlers, but college kids as well. I remember walk, driving through Oakland, and of course, you'd have, you had the kid on his cell phone and, not looking both ways when they're crossing, and they, I've seen near, people nearly get hit. West Virginia, Tennessee. I think. Uh, I think the Hoopies win this one. I like to pick Tennessee. They have they have some good players on that on that team, but of course, new coach. So, Lord knows what we're going to see. But I just don't think Tennessee's ready yet. for that one, Penn State and Appalachian State. Of course, we got we got to talk about this game, obviously, because you know according to some Penn State blogs, this is a big test for them. You know, it's a bigger test, you know, for, the, for them to pit, which is, you know, you know, which is trolling for the course. But, uh, who knows, you know, Appalachian State knocked on Michigan years ago. Maybe it's, uh, maybe, maybe the Carman police will come get them. You know, make those little pussies cry. Um, another big game, a huge one, is Washington and Auburn. I mean, this is two top ten teams, Pac to Pac twelve versus SEC. Washington has a lot to prove because the West Coast, you know, naturally doesn't gets very, next to little respect from any of us. I mean, probably. The only team we really, we really have a respect from the from the from the West is probably USC, and it's because they get a boatload of good team, you know, good players. So um, obviously they're coming. They're gonna come out. You know they're gonna come out swinging. they have, you know really good defense come back. Good players coming back. And uh, the thing about this though, is they're they're playing at I believe at Auburn. And I just don't see it happen. Watch that Auburn, yeah, I don't see them, you know, winning that game. Going all the way, all traveling all the way from uh, you know the, the Pacific Northwest to play in um, Auburn, nah, not happening. Now, if you look at the rest of the ACC, we got Syracuse and Western Michigan. Syracuse should take that one, although Western Michigan will probably give them a hard time. Army and Duke is an actually intriguing matchup for me because Army isn't really that bad of a team. And Duke isn't really that good of a team, although they're getting so much freaking hype. I mean, that Duke's getting 13.5 for that game right now. And I, mean, they're, I mean, actually, Army is, you know... Duke's thirteen half point favorites. Army could um, actually—they could actually cover that point spread. So I would keep an eye out for that one. Going down the rest of the list: NC State should whip James Madison. Clemson should destroy Furman. Boston College should beat UMass. Uh, Virginia should knock off Richmond. Uh, North Carolina and California is an intriguing matchup. You know, Cal's seven-point favorites in this one. Uh, North Carolina's coming off a disappointing season last year. But, of course, Cal sucks, too. So, um... That being said, I like Cal in this game as well because North Carolina has to go all the way over there. They're going to play out Cal and I just don't see them pulling that one off. So there we go, guys. We, that's, that's pretty much college football in general for this weekend. There you go. You got, you got Cliff Notes version of the whole thing. And I got three minutes to kill, but I guess I'll end this on a non-sports-related note. And talk about, um, well, for one thing, one thing that popped up on my timeline last night was that um, there's some sort of uh, protest going on, thanks to social media, about In and Out Burger giving 25 grand the Republican Party. Now, let's be honest here. 25 grand ain't dick from a, uh, f- for one thing, ain't dick from a um, business like In N Out. And there's plenty of business, and there's plenty of other businesses that give the Republican Party. Like I mentioned last night, Amazon gives to them, Microsoft gives to them, Google as well. There's plenty of them. So, I mean, I guess these people that are outraged over this stuff, I guess they're going to start doing their uh, social media stuff from, from Linux boxes. So, I mean, the thing about lob I mean, that's the thing about lobbying. Is you give money to whoever to do what you need. I mean, that's just how it is. But I, you know... I shouldn't get too fired up over this stuff. But I just... The stuff that just comes on my Twitter feed is... Ugh. Not resounding. So... I'll just, I'll, st- I'll, end, I'll end that. But um, as far as you know, the NFL season closes, and I think you know, Quadri Henderson, if anything, I hope he gets a practice squad with the Steelers. Jester Wee, I believe or not, has made some splashes with the Texans, and I think he probably ends a practice squad as well. They really like his potential, and he he hasn't had a bad camp. But he has a lot of potential, and I think they're gonna they're gonna hold on to him. I, I would like to see Nate Pierman get the starting position with Buffalo, but I think Buffalo is gonna take the sexy pick with Josh Allen. Personally, I I wouldn't throw Josh Allen to the Wolves in Week One. I think you throw Pierman back in the back to the Wolves, let him screw up, and just let Allen learn and eventually pick it up. Or it could be a case where, you know, where Tom Savage is a star for the Texans. And and the Texans started Savage because they didn't want to throw Watson to the Wolves. Because, for one thing, the offensive line was horrible. And they saw what happened when David Carr, when they did that with David Carr. But unfortunately, Tom Savage is so immobile that they had to put Watson in and and I guess, you know, Savage went to the Saints. And, of course, the Saints just just for tra- Tay tra- 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 Bridgewater. So, obviously, the Saints aren't sold on Savage either. Which is disappointing. But it is what it is. For Tom, you know, um, if he could be a third stringer and just carry the clipboard, I mean, I'm sure he'll be content with that. But the guys, heavily in the woodworking and a lot of other stuff. So, I'm sure football's not the B.O. end-all. So, I wouldn't be surprised if he hangs it up eventually. But uh, Aaron Donald, obviously, obviously some details are being worked out with his his contract, and it's about time because the guy needs to get paid. And I I can't blame him for not getting, you know, for for not playing. You're with that same crappy rookie contract. you You know, Pay the guy. Oh, guys, enough of this crap. Held a pit by one, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on Auto Trader. They're really good at numbers. <laughs> Auto Trader.